Make an impact on your interactive marketing through performance, advertising, community outreach, and technology. Be captivated by the people who are leading the wave of change in the online marketplace. This is who AdTech is. AdTech Connect, your weekly radio show. Get behind the scenes with industry giants. Be privy to the insider track. Witness the newest technologies. Make sure you're in the scene each week with AdTech Connect. You're connected now with your host. And this is Susan Bratton with AdTech Connect, and I'm here with Dave Yavano, who's the general manager of ValueClick Media. Hi, Dave. Hey, Susan. Great to be here. Well, you're pretty much a fixture at all of the AdTech shows, I think. Mm-hmm. I would agree. <laughs> it's been a few years. And you've been at ValueClick now for seven years. So um, the first question I want to get to, and I want to get, I want to go into where you came from before you were at ValueClick, because I think I've known you in that whole time. But how how has value click changed and how has the ad network world changed from the beginning the first year you got there till now right so i joined value click more on the product development side of the house i was specifically recruited by value click to help actually migrate our ad server to the double click ad serving platform and that did not work out for a number of reasons. But the reason why there was interest initially is because they invested about $85 million in our business once they realized that there was uh, some opportunity with the cost-per-click model but couldn't quite figure it out themselves. Uh, I won't go into the details as to why it didn't work out ultimately, but uh, that was my first experience with ValueClick and then just very quickly started to transition into some other roles. I was out spending money on ValueClick's behalf, really studying and analyzing the competition, and that made me very smart in terms of how other businesses operated, how their ad servers worked, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And my background prior to ValueClick, I was the chief information officer for a hospital up in uh, Bremerton, Washington with the United States Navy. I was a lieutenant in the Navy for uh, about two and a half years. Prior to that, I was the project director for migrating uh, four of a healthcare system's 10 hospitals in Southern California over to a new information system. So I have a, uh, a good background in terms of uh, project and product management with regards to uh, technical systems. And so that was my entree into, into online specifically. And uh, I think I have a, a very strong marketing and sales background as well. I used to sell healthcare insurance and was a, uh, a marketing uh, a major in college. And I just think the unique uh, skills of you know marketing and sales, a little bit of technology and how things work. I'm not an engineer by any means, but I have an appreciation for how technology works. Has really helped me help ValueClick evolve over the last seven years to to be very competitive with regards to ad serving and optimization and the things that are required to to make it all work. So, what would you think is the biggest change between the initial concept of the ad network and the ad network today? The biggest change is the quality of the traffic. When I first joined ValueClick, most people didn't know that 30% of uh, clicks that advertisers were buying were international. They were not taking a look at the quality of the traffic. Were people actually clicking through to other pages within a site, let alone leads and sales? And that is something that we've been focused on you know, since I've been at ValueClick is constantly improving the quality of traffic. And what, the first company that we acquired, we've acquired 12 companies in the last seven years that I've been with ValueClick. The very first company that we acquired was a small company by the name of Straight Up. And what they did was they offered some, uh, some pretty advanced pixel tracking technology. So getting into validating whether or not the person who has arrived at a landing page does something else. And you know, just looking at... Um, you know, ways with which to use data to serve ads uh, in a more targeted way. 
Um, and then ideas surrounding optimization would just blow your mind. We, we have uh, very strong statistically based um, algorithms, et cetera, that can take in a variety of different uh, data inputs on what you know about the person, the unique transaction, including time of day, day of week. Are they a red state or blue state? You know, all those are very important variables in feeding a, a strong optimization engine based on statistics. Uh, that is going to yield the highest relevance to the user, the highest effective CPM to the publisher, the best ROI to an advertiser. And we started to figure out a lot of those things. What about the CPMs or the cost per clicks in your case? How have they changed in the last seven years that you've been running ValueClick? When I first joined ValueClick, our average click-through rate was about 3%. It's now about 0.1%, I guess. Uh, But we've gotten much more skilled at uh, managing the... Uh, the, the CPA result for the advertiser. Uh, it's definitely an area where we excel. In fact, most of our business actually is uh, transitioning to that pricing model. Even today, you would think that you know a lot has advanced in that space. But you know today, uh, it's increasing even more. And I think one of the reasons for that is, is our uh, evolution in terms of uh, technology and optimization to, to be able to support that kind of risk for our advertisers. This is Susan Bratton, and we'll be back in just a minute. Sit tight and don't move. Ad Tech Connect. We'll be right back. Now, experience the future of web design and development with a whole new level of efficiency, expressiveness, and simplified workflow. Introducing Studio 8, a compilation of the latest releases from Dreamweaver, Flash Professional, Fireworks, Contribute, and Flash Paper. Sure to inspire you to create superior online video sites and mobile content. And now, through this exclusive webmasterradio.fm offer, listeners can save a whopping $100 off Studio 8. Visit the online store at Adobe or contact Adobe Customer Services and provide promo code Webmaster Radio in order to receive your discount. Studio 8, your way to create. Attention webmasters. Wish you could convert more web traffic into cash? No need to rub a lamp. Just click on genienose.com. Install a search box on your site or incorporate paid listings XML into search results. And at your command, genienose.com pays cash for each result your users click on. Enjoy prompt payment and superior customer service. Earn even more through our referral program. Genienose has delivered results. And now, WebmasterRadio.fm proudly presents Inspirational Moments by David Naylor. Some things in life are never wrong. And some things in life are always wrong. But it's a very fine line between what is really wrong and what is truly wrong. But in life, everything's wrong. <laughs> Tune in for more inspirational moments with David Naylor and Mikkel DeMip every Monday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Strike Point, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. WebmasterRadio.fm proudly presents Inspirational Moments by David Naylor. Some things in life are never wrong. And some things in life are always wrong. But it's a very fine line between what is really wrong and what is truly wrong. But in life, everything's wrong. <laughs> Tune in for more Inspirational Moments with David Naylor and Mikkel DeMip. Every Monday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Strike Point. 
only on webmasterradio.fm. Dishy Mix, the soap opera for the Internet Society. Susan Bratton dishes up delicious news and gossip while interviewing the glitterati of the Web 2.0 world. Dishy Mix, Thursdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, only on webmasterradio.fm. Warning! Listening to webmasterradio.fm daily may cause webmaster insomnia and an increase in your company's profits. Webmasterradio.fm Stay up with us all night long. Webmasterradio.fm We're everywhere. Now, back to AdTech Connect. Only on webmasterradio.fm Here's your host... And this is Susan Bratton with AdTech Connect. I'm here with Dave Yavano, who's the general manager of ValueClick Media. So you work a lot with publishers. You're really out signing up new publishers. Uh, I know this week you announced that you've signed up Merriam-Webster, the Encyclopedia Britannica, as well as a couple of other new publishers. Those are very high-end publishers. I know that's definitely press-worthy to get quality sites like that in your network. How many are in your network right now, and how often do they turn over? Yeah, we have a we have very strong retention. We, we survey our network about uh, two times a year. We've got over 90% retention rate. In fact, the, the publishers that leave are usually by our choice, not theirs. Uh, but there is a unique dynamic in that where uh, many publishers work with many uh, networks. You know, our mission is to be the first ad call. We want poll position. We want our code on publishers' pages that ensures a fresh, unique, and, and those types of things. But we've got about 13,000 sites within our network. Uh, we really do represent what I consider the long tail, what many consider the long tail. Our model is not uh, similar to a, an ad.com or Blue Lithium, for example, that will arbitrage, as far as I know it, uh, the top sites on the Internet, the, the Yahoos and the MSNs and the AOLs. Uh, none of our inventory comes from those properties whatsoever. So you know, our largest site has averaged 6% of our total volume. Our number two site has averaged less than 3% of our total volume. So we have a true diversified network of the long tail. And we offer tremendous value to, to many of these smaller sites who just do not have the wherewithal on their own to, to do business with the leading national advertisers. It's just not big enough. And the way that we're able to aggregate that and package it and manage performance across it can consistently bring you know, over 500-plus advertisers a month, you know, quality advertising, you know, great CPMs and consistent fill. Who are some of the top advertisers on your network? We have core competencies within several verticals from pharmaceutical to financial to uh, retailers. Uh, I'm not sure which ones I'm, I'm able to disclose in terms of all of them, but you can, well, I'll just tell you, we work with nine of the top 10 pharmaceutical companies, so go bring up a report on AdAge and you'll see those advertisers. Uh, Circuit City is a strong advertiser within telecommunications. Everyone's doing business with Bonage, but we do great business with Bonage, or excuse me, with uh, uh, Verizon, uh, Singular, you know, those types of wireless types of plans. And what's the typical uh, cost per acquired customer or cost per lead that advertisers are paying these days? What's that range? It's all over the place. An example would be uh, a new phone subscriber for a wireless plan can range anywhere from $200 to $500 uh, cost per sale in terms of a a new subscriber. Uh, Leads, uh, in terms of name, address, someone who's just expressing interest for a a trial or uh, a sample, uh, could be anywhere from $1.50 to $5 typically, if that helps. 
I want to switch a little bit to you, Dave, and just learn more about you. You've really been a figurehead in the industry. You're at every trade show. You're um, someone who I think is a thought leader. You've done a lot of um, writing for the industry. So um, tell me about, I always wondered why you were so buttoned down and perfectly polished. And I think it was the, um, you were, did you say you were in the Navy? That's right. So you were a lieutenant in the Navy, but only for two years. Tell us the story about that. Okay. Well, I was actually ROTC all throughout college, uh, and so felt very loyal that um, I served whatever time they asked me to. I was very lucky when I was a senior in college that they didn't need active duty officers, so they allowed me the option to actually leave, you know, with no commitment after shelling out about 150000 for my education, room and board, and books and all that. So I had a great experience all throughout college. I actually went to boot camp right out of high school. Uh, that's kind of an interesting tidbit. So uh, I think right from the beginning, um, my first day in boot camp, they handed me a sword and told me I was in charge, actually. Um, so led 90 people for three months through boot camp. But anyway, uh, th- that goes way back. Uh, but Do you still have the sword? No, I don't. I don't. <laughs> but I do think that the military was a very strong influence. Most people don't look at the military in in, in such a way that uh, really brings out leadership attributes, but I can't imagine a stronger uh, organization that actually does that. Um, not just my boot camp experience, but uh, when I was an officer, even at this hospital, uh, they, gave, they gave me 23 civilian employees, and they said, you're in charge, you got to run the group. And so uh, they put you through a lot of courses, a lot of training, and, you know, uh, real-life situations where where you really have to step up and, and make sure that you're buttoned up. Uh, I've been able to bring over some great values like integrity and teamwork and just working with all sorts of different personalities that I think have helped me be successful. Now, I see that you have a wedding ring on your on your well-managroomed finger. Um, was this I just say well-managroomed? I did. All right, Eddie, you have to cut that out. Well-groomed, well-manicured. <laughs> I'll start that over. <laughs> I see, Dave, I see that you have a wedding ring on your well-groomed finger. <laughs> Tell us about your wife. My wife. I met my wife in Napa when I was working on this uh, project with this healthcare system. Were you drunk? I was not drunk. She actually uh, asked me to borrow my surfboards, but she didn't invite me to go surfing with her. Uh, so she, her and her friends were going. Uh, but anyway, my wife and I both love the beach very much, and I think that's what drew us to each other. Another interesting thing is that we were in Washington, D.C., going to school at the same time, but actually didn't meet until we were temporarily uh, working on projects, different projects, at the same hospital in Napa. Very obscure. Uh, but we uh, basically went out with a, a small group of friends in Napa, uh, down in San Francisco and whatnot, and the relationship just grew from there. And I have two kids, two beautiful kids, Alexis and Summer, seven and five and a half. So two beautiful girls. So you're surrounded by gorgeous women. Absolutely. My dog's a girl. My cat's a girl. (laughs) How about your surfboards? Are those girls? Uh, No, I don't think so. (laughs) And are you and your wife still surfing? Absolutely. Yeah, I've been into kite surfing here for the last uh, five or six years, though, so that's, that's taking over. It's very addictive. <laughs> yeah, and are you doing the loops and the kind of the sky aerials with your kite boarding? Yes, I'm able to do a few kite loops and some other tricks, sure. Good for you. So how long did it take you when you started kite boarding? You call it kite surfing, I call it kite boarding. How long did it take you be- from the first time you strapped into the harness until you felt like you weren't going to get ripped out of the ocean and plunged, you know, pummeled on the land. How long was that? It takes a few months. When I was learning, no one gave lessons or anything like that. So I ordered some DVDs from this company in Hawaii 
watched them about a hundred times, just memorized how to hook up the lines and all that stuff. Went out there without a board. Uh, had the had some woman uh, call the lifeguard. She thought I was in trouble, getting ripped around, you know, without the board, just getting used to the kite. But it's like driving a car, you know, how you can sit back and put your arm over the, the, the next headrest and, you know, half pay attention. You get that same feel and control of the kite. And once you get to that level, it's, it's amazing. I'm sure you're a little bit of an adrenaline junkie if you like to do that. Oh, absolutely, yeah. What other things do you do for adrenaline? Uh, I have a jet ski, so we do toe surfing, my neighbor and I, when the waves are big this time of year. Uh, so we have a shift down south in Southern California where the wind is very strong during the summer, and then probably around the October time frame, it starts to shift where the wind dies down a little bit, but the waves pick up. So I kind of rotate my seasons that way. Is there a name for that shift? Uh, fall. <laughs> <laughs> and where, where's your house? Where do you live? I live across the street from the beach in a little spot called Oxnard Shores. Now, Oxnard, at one time, they were going to rename that town because it had such a crappy name, but it was such a great town. What was the name that they were going to name it? Uh, Mandalay Beach or Mandalay Shores, probably. Uh, that's the name of my little neighborhood. And I, Actually, I prefer the name Oxnard. It kind of keeps people away. Uh, it seems like a rough neighborhood, but it's really not. It's a very quiet, secluded beach. No one ever goes there. I have seven miles of big beach all to myself. There's never anyone else out there kite surfing or anything else, so... That's perfect. So um, let's ju- let's just wrap up with a few more things about ValueClick. I, although I thought the stuff about you was the most interesting. Um, tell me where ValueClick's going and what you're doing with it. I mean, there's so many new ad formats and models, video, for example. What kinds of things are you working on in the future? Great. So just within ValueClick Media, it, you know, there's an obvious trend with more content coming online that's in a video format. So we've had a lot of publishers requesting that we develop something to fit their needs in terms of you know, how do we continue to support this content for free. And so we're really forced uh, into developing something very custom. We looked at a number of companies to buy, actually, in doing our, our build versus buy decision on video. And you came to the conclusion about nine months ago that there was no solution for us to buy. In terms of the way that we manage... Uh, banners today in terms of uh, how the UI works, how defaults work, the targeting, the optimization. Nothing like that existed for us to actually acquire, so we had to build it ourselves. So we're weeks away from uh, releasing a a video solution out to the market. Uh, So we'll have that code available to publishers on the 28th, I think, of November. Um, So a clarification on that. What you're telling me is that now the publishers can do commercial insertion into their video streams on their site and you will do the ad serving and you will go out and sell that um, those positions so that customers, advertisers can do video advertising on your publisher network. That's right. So we'll offer both pre-roll and post-roll. Uh, it's, it's a brand new format. We're treating it as, as a new format. The industry should really treat it as a new ad format. Uh, it's nothing you know, bigger than that just yet. Uh, I do think it's a great opportunity, but uh, we, we have to get the, the marketplaces going and really uh, have an opportunity to analyze the performance and things like that. I mean, everything that we do is so performance-based. We didn't want to go out to the market, offer some $20-plus CPM thing with nothing to back it up. Uh, we're actually seeing post-roll click-throughs uh, performing the best. We're seeing ranges from 5 to 6% click-through rates, believe it or not, on post-roll ads. So we'll probably see things uh, favor towards that uh, type of execution as opposed to a, a pre-roll, which uh, can annoy consumers that are anxious to get the video content. So we'll see how that all plays out. And there'll be a lot of uh, companies out in uh, the industry trying to come up with a video solution. We're going to rely on our expertise in terms of how to manage uh, inventory, how to target. Uh, we've got great relationships with public that have been working with us all this way, uh, really challenging us to, to find something that's going to fit their needs. So we're pretty excited about it. We think it's going to be a, a good new offering for 07. And beyond that, uh, when I look across the rest of the company, we're really committed to leveraging
leveraging data from our other businesses. Commission Junction, you know, manages billions of dollars of e-commerce transactions each year. Uh, Price Runner is a shopping comparison engine. Mediaplex for uh, third-party ad serving for advertisers and publishers. We're finding ways to um, properly manage data so that we can serve ads better. And so. Uh, we just continue to evolve our technology and, and our ability to deliver on those high CPMs and higher relevancy for everybody. This is Susan Bratton, and we'll be back in just a minute. Sit tight and don't move. Add Tech Connect. We'll be right back. FM, we're the talk of the town. WebmasterRadio.fm. Thanks for listening. Yeah. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. You train. Google AdSense. How do I earn from thee? Let me count the ways. Google, you enable me to show targeted ads complementing my site so my visitors keep clicking throughout the day and night. It was so easy to apply and select the ad formats I liked. Since I've discovered AdSense, I've been filled with delight. So earn more with matching ads and you too can discover how. Just visit google.com slash AdSense now. Cyberspace, the final frontier. These are the voyages of your new business enterprise. It's ongoing mission to explore strange new domains, to seek out new sites and new monetizations, to boldly go where no one has gone before. WebmasterRadio.fm. So logical. You'll go out of your Vulcan mind. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. A rose by any other name would still be the same. Shakespeare. You need to differentiate yourself from your competition. Do it by aligning yourself with a company who has earned the trust of Jupiter Media, the NHL, and Lionsgate Films, among others. Moniker.com is the most secure ICANN accredited register on the planet, offering you domain registration, hosting, domain sales, and acquisition services. Wrap that up with 24-7 support. That's your winning combination. M-O-N-I-K-E-R.com. More than a name. I want to ask you a question that comes with controversy. Oh, now you're really tapping into it, Byron. See, now you get a chance to ask all the questions that you always wanted to know. Even better, this is going to be podcasts so we can listen and laugh later. <laughs> this is one of your favorite things. Keep it simple, stupid. <laughs> I think it was Tiger, 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 Tiger. He is the name. I mean, he is what golf is uh, resting on right now. <laughs> I think he's a great team player. He did buy his wife a new yacht. Yeah, well, for that team, he's doing well. Yeah. <laughs> Get to know Melanie Mayer on Life Tips, Wednesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, 12 p.m. Pacific, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Now, back to AdTech Connect, only on webmasterradio.fm. Here's your host, 
And this is Susan Bratton with AdTech Connect. I'm here with Dave Yavano, who's the general manager of ValueClick Media. So the last question I have for you is um, I'd like to either know if you've read a really good book lately that you can recommend to our listeners or if you have some new music that you're absolutely in love with. Oh, great. Uh, so a book that I'd recommend is hiring is a is a big concern in today's space. Uh, actually, retaining people uh, is, is uh, another one, but there's actually two books that I'd recommend. One is How to Move Mount Fuji, uh, which is an interesting book about primarily Microsoft's hiring techniques, um, asking you just crazy questions like how would you move Mount Fuji, and just letting the person agonize, just analyzing their thought process on how they go about it. So do they respond, well, you can't move it, or you know, really coming up with um, some extrapolations. Well, if you make certain assumptions, then it can be done. Uh, so I just found that, that to be interesting uh, with regards to uh, better filtering out good people. Uh, another one, I, I, you know, I'll have to get back to you on the name of it, but there was a book that I read recently that had to do with... Um, essentially what it takes to retain people and so it really talked about addressing the core needs very very much an analogy to maslow's hierarchy of needs in terms of you know what i would consider the body uh the heart the mind the soul so the body meaning that you make sure that you're paying people enough uh, it's not not enough to to pay people uh, enough to, to put food on the table it's, it's about being competitive in this industry it's just gotten crazy in terms of uh compensation uh, the second is that socially and emotional tie to the business, to the leadership. So having that one-on-one connection as a manager is, is really important. So that's really touching the heart and creating an environment where people enjoy coming to work and interacting with other people, etc. Uh, the third one being the uh, the mind, the psychological challenge of work. You know, people want to work on creative things, and, and they don't want to flip burgers, as uh, some people within my company would say. And uh, the final thing, the soul. So a lot of people uh, associate that with spiritual, with in religion, you're on earth to get to heaven. Your employees really need to buy into the larger vision of the company and, and really believe that the company is out to accomplish something. And for us, uh, we're really focused on leveraging data, the technologies, uh, the expertise throughout our different businesses that I mentioned, and again, applying that to uh, you know, serving the best ads. Nice. Well, that was some great advice. I love that we were able to talk about everything from kiteboarding to flipping burgers to having heart in your business. That's great, Dave. Thank you so much for giving us the time at the show. I'm sure you're really busy, and we appreciate you and wish you much success at ValueClick and to you personally. This was Dave Yovano. He's the general manager of ValueClick, and I'm Susan Bratton. Susan Bratton.